Did somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Disgusting! It's In The Toilet. Hello, welcome to the show. This is In The Toilet. I'm Al and I'm joined by Tom. Hello. And Richard. Hey. Now, this being 2020, there are a lot of things that we don't get to do anymore. And we were recently reminiscing about, obviously, it's coming into winter with the summer gone. One thing that we missed this year was festivals. One thing maybe we didn't miss was festival toilets. I definitely can empathize with that. I mean, now we've gone down into lockdown, you know, summer's been and gone. I feel like... I've not moved. It's Groundhog Day. I've done the same things like, you know, I've eaten, I've gone for a shit. I've like eaten, slept, woke up again, done the same things. It's, it's literally like Groundhog Day. But then festivals are the things that punctuate the summer for me. I don't know wh- whether you agree. It's like it's something to look forward to. And I, I remember I used to I used to really enjoy going to festivals apart from the toilet situation. I think toilets are a key part of the festival experience. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean, I mean, th- th- of course, because they're included in the ticket price, obviously, so they are a key part. <laughs> Do you mean in terms I of something to look the forward to? the experience, for example, at, at Tea in the Park, when people set fire to the toilets, that's like a real, that's a real spectacle, you know? Um, and I, I, would, I would pay an extra like £10 on the ticket price to, to see that. How often have you seen toilets, festival toilets, on fire? <laughs> Only at Teen the Park, to be fair. And of course. But, I, but it, why? It enhance things because, I don't know, Philip Scottish Neds. Um, Think of the gas. Think of the gas, like fueling. It, mel- it was the biggest melt. It, was, it melted. So imagine a, like a flaming totally <laughs> melting down to nothing. It was horrendous. I guess better that than a tent. Yeah. Yes. That's true. That's what you mean, better shitting in a toilet than shitting in a tent? Well, every time. Well, to be honest, though, I mean, tents, you know, first thing in the morning we wake up and the sun is, is well, it's pretty rare in the UK, but the sun is you know, streaming down onto your tent. The tent is as good, like 50 degrees in there. You wouldn't want to take a dump in that. I mean, it's bad yeah. enough when you go into the into the portaloo or porta potty, as they call it here in Canada. <laughs> you wouldn't want to go in there. I mean, when it's 50 degrees... Everything is thoroughly baked. So, so I used to, I used to have a trick to try and avoid all of this. Oh, right. Because I know that festival toilets are so awful, and the experiences are awful. And having been to a few festivals in my time, I then also in adulthood discovered Imodium. <laughs> right now, now Imodium <laughs> is normally known as the cure for, you know, diarrhea. There's other sort of, you know, IBS, I think you can take it for as well. IBS is another good one. But on a festival, I mean, to me, it was like gold because you can take Imodium in the morning and not need to go for a shit all day, which is, which is like amazing. And if you time it well, then you'll find that in the festival, they would clean the toilets first thing in the morning, right? You know, before everyone gets up. <clears throat> so you get up in the morning you know, you've, you, you wake up, you go for your shit in the morning, have an emodium, and then you can go out all day and party and, you know, dance to, I don't know, Oasis. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that old. And I, I don't know who I would even want to come to see. Um, you know, and then you won't even need the toilet all day because the worst thing about a festival is it getting to about three, four in the afternoon or maybe even a bit later. And like you've had a few drinks and like then your favourite act's coming on. You're in the middle of this crowd of people and you're suddenly like, 
I need to go for a shit. And you need to go, like leave the crowd. You need to go to these the far corner of the field as the smell just gets worse as it approaches. And you sort of go into the into the into the shack, into the porter potty or the or the portaloo, whatever. And it's just awful. And there's just like piss all over the floor. <laughs> just there's like no, there's no toilet roll whatsoever. <laughs> and you're just like, I would do anything to avoid that. So emodium, it's like somebody just turns like a switch and it's like, nope, you don't need to go for a poo today. That's it. You're done. You're fine. But, you can just enjoy your day. But what, I think it's just, it's a miracle. But what happens? I mean, obviously you're eating festival food. So if you're there for four days, did you ever carry the emodium over? Or like what happens if the blockage doesn't come loose at breakfast time? And then you. No, well, I, I was fortunately lucky in that, that, that I never have, have like a two or three day carryover because, oh my God, no, that would have been awful. I mean, can you imagine the internal pressure? It's like some, it's like a, it's like a cork. You probably would have blown it's the like doors off the portaloo. Totally. It would just come out the other end. It's, I mean, it's out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an interesting strategy. I've never thought of using Imodium as like a prophylactic preemptive strategy. <laughs> um, you mean you've never, never abused Imodium? I've, I've never saying. abused Imodium. No. Um, but it's interesting though, because I think on the handful of times I've used it, it's worked too well. And it completely it clogs me up for like four days. It's insane to the point where I think I could. I'd love to go for a shit just now. This is so painful, but it's worked too well. So I don't know. Like I can understand what Al's saying with the the festival food and drinking. It feels like a recipe for disaster. But I, th- I, th- I think over the years I I'd sort of perfected it to the point where I knew you know you don't eat too much. Because otherwise, you're just going to be the, the, those chips and burgers are just going to be dying to get out somehow. So you have like a sort of, you know, like you don't eat a lot, but you don't eat too little either. It's like you just, you, I don't know. I had the balance for a while, and it was. And I look at the emodium as like it's a time inv- it's an investment in your time because you've spent 140 quid or whatever on this ticket for the weekend. Like I don't want to spend two hours queuing up. To like, literally, it's, yeah. it's just like, just even the thought of it right now just makes me wretch a bit. And even the, like, for example, the other toilets where it's like, it's not been emptied in, in days. And was there not one festival where we went and it was, you could, there was just like a, a like a giant vat of piss. Was, was there not? And like, and you're like, yeah. do they ever empty these things? I remember one festival, um, it was a Spanish festival. And if you can imagine a container the size of, you know, like a recycling bin, you know, like a massive bin that you get in the side of the street. It must be like 200 litres or something. I've no idea how big it is, but you could fit maybe six people inside it, I guess. And they had spots for maybe five or six guys. It was almost like a pentagon shape where five guys could stand around around it and I had five urinals and they all pissed into this container at the same time. And I remember at the end of the festival, you could see there was piss coming out of the seam at the top. <laughs> now this, this seam is at like shoulder height. You know, so this is just, this is like, you're like neck deep in piss. And it's like, <laughs> like, like, like gently spraying out the sides because it's completely full. It sounds, yeah. it sounds like a, it sounds like a festival water feature or like a chocolate fountain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like an adapted chocolate fountain, but for piss. Yeah. And you reminded me of, um, just, I, I feel bad for girls as well at festivals because their queues are like 10 times longer than guys. Like guys have it relatively easy. And as you're queuing, they're standing in this like in a grassy field and the, the, the ground and the grass just gets damper and damper and muddier and muddier the closer we get to the, the cubicle because it's just piss, just piss everywhere yeah. and you're just standing there. 
It's nasty. I wonder what happens just to like them. like the little rivulets, like little sort of streams <laughs> that are sort of going past. You're like, oh, that's disgusting. I wonder because if you, as you as you walk up to it, you try and sort of tiptoe around, and then the closer you get to the toilet, you're like. I'm not able to avoid this at all, am I? And you just sort of stand right in it and you go like, ugh. I wonder what happens to the water table, like of the field, like a hundred thousand people just, just piss leaking into the water table. Like maybe the local residents. Uh, what, what do you reckon they have to use like a Brita filter for like three months after the, uh, after the festival? I would expect that they would have that if it was on a farm field, I would, my, my understanding of biology is quite limited, but I would have thought the next year they would have a bumper harvest. I would be a farmer. I'd be like, well, this is the most fertilized field imaginable. So I'm going to grow, you know, like the best corn or the best tomatoes. You're like, oh, where'd, these tomatoes are great. Where do you get them from? Well, I got them from a field, which last year was just completely um, covered in piss from a festival. And uh, these are the best tomato crop we've had. Do you reckon the tomatoes would have a slight hint of tenants or red stripe? <laughs> Cheap, warm lager. Yeah, I think possibly. You know, um, Richard, you were talking about the five guy urinal, like the, the pentagram urinal. And normally they do a good job of separating. So you have like the, the piss area from the shit area. And mm. so you would, you would go in and it'd be like a piss area. You would like piss in your rhino, but for a different queue, you would go in, they would have all the different portaloos. And then when you came out the portaloo, they would have a centralized hand washing station. Now yep. in, in some cases it was almost like the, the, the piss chocolate fountain. It was like circular, but in other cases it was a trough. Did you, have you seen those? It's like a stainless steel trough with like a, I think it was Spain we saw this one. It had like a hose at the top and the hose would... Kind of Are you talking about this to piss or to wash your hands? Well, that's the problem <laughs> because <laughs> it's unclear. very hard to tell what you're supposed to do with it. So one, I think it was one of the Spanish festivals. They had this metal trough. So I walked up to it, started pissing into it, and I realized <laughs> there was people on either side of me washing their hands. In oh it. my God. It was, a, it was a genuine mistake. It looked like a piss trough. It was a, it was a groin level. At least you didn't like pull down your pants and turn around and back into it. <laughs> it could have been much worse. Do you, do you remember, did people even bother giving you any looks, Al, or were they just like, oh, well, whatever, I mean, here's another, another one. <laughs> they certainly weren't amused, but at the same time, though, it, I, don't think it was the, I don't think it was, uh, I think it was far from the worst thing they'd seen that weekend. I think the the thing with festivals is you just see the best of society and like just the worst, the absolute worst. I still remember. Was it the same festival where we were we were stood? There's a guy in the distance, like completely out of his tree. I think I think he just he must have was he just on his way to the toilet? This is the paper cup guy, uh, by the way. He was running somewhere. I remember that. <laughs> the kind of scene I have in my head is I think we're sitting down. We're kind of at the back of the crowd, kind of watching the festival happen, just kind of people watching. And this guy just came out of nowhere, kind of running, but skipping and hopping at the same time as well. And then picking up a squashed paper cup that had been trampled in, in the dust and wiping his ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's such a bar. He was, uh, he was, he was actually, I, I remember it clearly. Um, it's, it's one of the, I don't have a great memory for a lot of things, but this particular incident, he was, he was over by the fence. It was like the Harris fencing and he was standing probably about five meters from a security guard and he squatted down next to the fence. This is like the very edge of the festival, took a shit. And then as, as he, as he kind of stood up and kind of like to, to, to walk forward, he started dancing. So he already had like one hand in the air waving <laughs> as, he, as, as he was like trying to wrestle his trousers up or his shorts 
up with uh, with his other hand. And then there was a trampled paper cup, which he picked up, used to wipe his arse, and then hiked his uh, shorts up. Again, still the other hand in the air, still waving appreciation, and, and went on his way. And the security guards didn't even flinch. So clearly he's seen some some true trauma in his time. Wow. Oh, the stuff you must see. I mean, but the, the music was pretty good. I mean, I would... I, I would try and minimise my time away from the dance floor if I needed a shit you know, <laughs> during that festival. It's like, if you want to sort of do two things at once, well, wipe your ass and do a little dance at the same time. You're like, well, you're sort of functioning two things at the same time, really. You paid for your ticket, haven't you? <laughs> Speaking of festival toilets and queues and mixing and how girls have got it like a little bit more difficult, what are your opinions on sheepies? Have you ever seen them being used? Do you know anyone that's used them or had any feedback? Th- these are just the cardboard things. It's like a funnel, yeah. is it? And then it's just sort of, sh- it's, it's disposable. I assume it's a single-use thing, yeah. I've Use never it. seen anyone using it. I know, I know of it. I've never, never seen a girl using it. I've never been at a urinal or maybe, unfortunately, a hand-washing station, and a girl has come up with a sheepy and pissed next to me. But I think it's a great idea. I don't know if you... Do you rinse it off and stick it back in your handbag and then take it with you? Or do you maybe you keep it on a little oh. a little chain around your neck? <laughs> it's oh, like man. a little whistle as well. <laughs> like, like, like a UV band or something. <laughs> I have I, de- <laughs> I have first hand first hand experience with certain girls um at festivals where they instead of going to the toilet, they'll just I've been some some festival where there's like a bit of a slope or like a little bit of a hill. So they were just kind of like, it looks like they're sitting on the hill, but they're kind of squatting and they're just like slyly pull their pants to the side and just piss right where they are. But it looks like they're just kind of crouching. And if they're wearing like the right shorts, it looks quite natural and you can't really tell what they're doing. And it's a very stealth way for a girl to piss at a festival. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like to have, to have mastered that where you can just be kind of sat there and a quick glance, it just looks like you're just taking a seat, but in actual fact, you're just pissing and it's all running down this exactly. gradient to the, to the <laughs> bottom. That's, that's, that's really impressive. That's a lot of time well spent to, yeah. to master that skill. It's a, real, it's a real skill. Yeah. I had the opposite. I was in Thailand for New Year's and we were on the beach. We were waiting for the, the fireworks to begin. And, uh, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta take a piss. Um, and there was nothing around and I'd seen other people go down to, to the, the waterfront, right where the waves were coming onto the shore and seen them pissing previously. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go down and piss into the sea. This is probably gonna be quite liberating. This should be quite nice. It's pitch black. It's gonna be fine. So I walked down to the, the waterfront, started pissing into the waves. And literally as I did that, some guy behind me, maybe, at most 10 meters stuck a flare in the sand and lit it. And it was brighter than daylight. And, and everybody on this entire packed beach in the middle of the night, their attention was drawn to, to the flare. And then behind it, the white guy just pissing with reckless abandon into the sea. <laughs> and flares, flares last a long time. <laughs> it's the opposite of like stealth and discretion it was yeah it was it was like a neon sign basically right behind my back yeah the exact opposite of the girls on the slope who've, who've mastered stealth pissing this was uh just public shame yeah 
I think we've got all these things to look forward to when festivals return. I mean, this is just, uh, you know, I, I was thinking this week, you know, lockdown is so boring. Every day is the same. But I mean, this is this is what life is about. It's festival pissing and shitting. Those those are char- their characters. Wiping your arse with a paper things. cup. It's also probably um, probably builds some kind of like sore or callus, right? You don't want one. <laughs> Um, other something else actually something else I was thinking about that we we don't really get a chance to do especially at the moment when the restrictions are particularly harsh is going around to other people's houses so there's minimal chance to go and and visit your friends I mean obviously you can kind of meet people outside but going around to someone else's house which brings with it the dilemma of using their bathroom and always no shame no shame just do it well, no, no shame in using the bathroom, but afterwards you always have the choice. So if you've gone and used someone's bathroom, perhaps you took a shit. Um, ideally, I would like to do that at Tom's house. And then you've got to make the decision, okay, do I leave the bathroom door open or do I leave the bathroom door closed? Like, Where, where, do, where do you stand on that side of the fence? Hmm. You should leave it closed because the host should have provided you with some way of getting rid of the smell, uh, which is usually an air freshener. Interesting. Uh, See, I would leave it open because if you leave it closed, that smell is going nowhere. And you have to hope that the flat or the house is big enough to just generally dilute your shitty smell and nobody notices. Like, come on, come on. Right. For the rest of the guests at the house at this party or this gathering, do they want either a nice, a nice evening with no smell of shit or do they want, you know, every 30 minutes or every hour or whatever, like a smell of shit entering the room and dissipating. No, they, they want no, they want no smell of shit. So therefore you it's leave like the door closed. Like a, a shit hot box that you're creating. For the it's like, it depends. It depends how much. That's what a toilet's for. That's what a toilet is <laughs> for. Shit hot box. It's in toilet's, toilet's <laughs> shitting. A toilet's meant to smell like shit. I think it depends how much they're missing summer festivals as to whether or not they want their entire house reeking of shit or whether they want to just get like a wall of stench as they walk into their bathroom. I think it's, int- it's intense shit for one person or a tiny little bit of shit for everyone. I, I think I think the, the, the needs of the many outweigh the, the needs of the few. So... Completely keep, agree. Keep that door shut. Completely don't, agree don't make, Ri- exactly. Yeah. And, and Richard, you're never coming to use my toilet. <laughs> okay. <ever> noted. Noted. <laughs> right. On that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that does it for today, this time yeah. around. Okay. Well, on that note, I hope next summer when everything is open, you can go to festivals and your friend's house and you think of us with your toilet strategies. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.